Today I'm gonna be a little bit vulnerable and show my nerdy side. The great irony of life is this. We all want a life we love and more time with the ones we love, but our job, the very thing that's supposed to be the financial vehicle to provide that freedom is the very thing that chains us down. Do you think you have what it takes to rise above yourself? Are you ready to start transforming your dreams into reality? If so, I'm Cody Teal. Welcome to the Finding Freedom Podcast, a tribe of dreamers and doers, rebels and fighters that are here to prove to the world you can have your cake and eat it too. Welcome to the Finding Freedom Podcast today. How many of you played Link's Awakening or Ocarina of Time or any of the Zelda series video games? I'm sure there's a lot of you out there and some of you might be thinking, man, this guy's a total nerd. I'm just going to shut this off. But I think you can relate with this in some form or fashion, even if you weren't into video games. Now, my brother and I loved playing video games growing up. And I was more of like the racing, fighting type. Like, I didn't, the storylines weren't as important to me. If I wanted a storyline, I went and read a book. But my brother was really good at the storylines. And so he would actually, he'd actually play the whole storyline out. And then I would fight the bad guys at the end but it was it was an awesome team effort <laughs> i think we both felt like we got the the good end of this the deal but i remember that when ocarina of time came out for for the zelda series for the 64 everybody was raving about it so i thought you know i'm gonna actually play this one this role-playing game all the way through and i remember getting stuck and frustrated all the time and there was one level in particular that was like brutal hard and it was the water temple. And now if you ever play that game, I guarantee you laugh right now because everybody knows the water temple was so flipping hard. And thankfully though, the internet was around then. <laughs> and even the internet even though the internet was super super slow, I could go online, type in the like the walkthrough for each level. And if I got stuck, I could just go get the walkthrough and learn how to get through. And now if they had never created a walkthrough of that game, I never would have figured it out. And actually anytime I've ever played a, a role-playing game or there's any kind of challenge with a game nowadays, I don't even try to figure it out. <laughs> I just go straight to the walkthrough. And I think that's interesting psychologically because I've learned that that's kind of, that's actually not kind of, that's what I do in life and business as well. It's like, I could sit here and try to figure this out by myself, or I could just go ask somebody that's done this before and they can tell me how to get through it really quick. Like my goal isn't ever to, again, I understand for some games it's, there's an entertainment purpose, but like for me, my goal is just to get to the end as quick as possible. I don't really care how I get there. So there's a cheat code or shortcut. I'm not, I'm not opposed to taking it. And I think sometimes in life that we forget that, that lesson and here, like I wanted to talk today about one cheat code or shortcut, or, or I think it's kind of really a Jedi mind trick that's really helped me figure out just life in general, at least modern day life, I should say the let's, and it's about social media. Now there, again, there's a huge, there's a lot like social media is very polarizing. There's a lot of negative. There's a lot of positive. And I think that social, for me, social media is a tool, whether you make it positive or negative is completely up to you. But there are some shortcuts and cheat codes that if you want it to work for your good, that you need to know. 
And well, for, so let, let's just dive right into that. The first thing with Facebook or any social media platform, a lot of people think they have ulterior motives and, and they may, I don't know. But I think it's important for you to understand what makes Facebook tick. And they're very, very open and honest about this. It's just you, like most of us just sit in this little bubble and we don't like get into the tech world or step into it or, or listen to those executive meetings or like their executives talk publicly. But like, it's very, very simple. Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, whoever, LinkedIn, only survive by people's activity on them. If people, don't, if people are leaving the platform or don't daily participate in the platform, they don't survive. And so their only metric they really, really care about, that survival, their heartbeat, is daily active users. So let me, let me, there's a really, really, really good iTunes University course. It's, it's a Stanford startup school. Uh, based, if you don't know, Y Combinator is a accelerator incubator for startups out in Silicon Valley. And they ran a course on Stanford campus and public, let it publicly available to everybody. And to be a member, be an instructor in that course, you had to have at least started at least a billion, a company valued at a billion dollars. And so you have the best of the best in the startup world giving you advice on how to do a startup, especially a tech startup. And I, it's like really seriously one of the best course I've ever taken. It's amazing. But one of the, I don't, I'd have to go back and look at the one, the name of the lecturer, but he was the head of growth or some, it was instrumental in, in Facebook's growth platform or growth strategy. And he talks about two things. He talks about one, how Mark Zuckerberg from him all the way down, everybody knows that the most important metric for Facebook is daily active users. And they drive all activity towards that, that metric. That's where I found out about that. But number two, he talks about magical moments. And he says, every company that succeeds and grows focuses on magical moments. And he said, he said for Facebook, the magical moment was when people got at least 10 friends and they saw that their 10 friends cared about them, like other likes and comments. And so they, they for a new user, they push really, really, really hard for somebody to get 10 friends because they know that that's the threshold. As soon as someone gets 10 friends, they're staying and they're going to be on the, the platform almost daily. And the reason I'm giving all this background information is because really simple people that look at social media as this massive gargantuan organization that's trying to take over the world. I don't, I don't know that you get some weird people out there. They like, you forget that it is a tool that you can completely tailor to your own needs, but also it is only a reflection of what people put out there. Like it is almost exclusively user generated content. And as much as people like to say like Facebook controls the narrative, I think it, they allow the community to control the narrative. There's certain rules in place that yes, Facebook does like change what's seen, but that's only based off of people's interactions. And so there's certain way there's there's certain cheat codes or shortcuts you can do to help those things work for you. If you understand that the more people interact with you, the better off you'll be on Facebook. All right. So that's, that's the point of all this 
is give you some background to let you understand that Facebook is just like normal life and the just the same skills you use to get value and attention and form strong relationships in normal life happen on Facebook because Facebook's just a reflection of that, okay? So here's here's the trick for Facebook that you've been waiting for, hopefully, to really hack it, this cheat code for Facebook. And it's the dumbest thing ever. You're gonna be like, oh, I can't believe I never thought about that. Now, there's this saying in normal life, again, Facebook's just a reflection of normal life. So there's this saying that we have when we're trying to form strong relationships with other people. And it's very, very simple. You've heard it hundreds, if not thousands of times. You have two ears and one mouth. What does that mean? Two ears, one mouth. I've heard that in English. I've heard that in Korean. I've heard that translated from other languages. It is a a universal term or saying that literally means you should listen more than you talk. And we all know this is true in normal relationships, whether at a dinner dinner conversation, in in like a classroom conversation or, or wherever we're at, someone that dominates the discussion, everybody looks down on that person. No one likes them. And they feel they, they seem selfish. And someone that's a really, really good listener and talks and engages, we appreciate that person. We feel loved and valued. The funny thing is, is this all translates to Facebook, but people like don't get it. It oh, boggles my mind. Okay. So how does this apply to Facebook? Guys, people appreciate listeners on Facebook more than they appreciate talkers. What does that mean? Do you get it? It makes sense. You're like, how do I listen on Facebook? I can't listen on Facebook. How do you show you listen on Facebook? Well, a very low level of showing is a like or a love or just a, just a little nudge, right? A very, very high level of like or listen is a comment, a meaningful, unique comment. What that means is, is I hear you and I hear and I value you. And you know this because when, so, when you post something and someone comments on it, you feel good inside. You feel valued. You feel like you did something that helped. And then when you don't get any comments or likes even, unless you're having a baby, those always get comments and likes, <clears throat> then you just like feel bad and feel lonely. So if you want to get people to value you and to care about you, you need to interact with them and show that you're listening they, don't, they can't just magically transport themselves and see who's looking at their feet all the time. But they can, they can hear you, know you hear them by your likes and comments, specifically tailored comments. So if you, if you want to be a good listener on Facebook and get better interaction with people, you need to be commenting on their stuff. You need to be showing that you're listening. And what that's going to do is show other people you value them and they're going to feel loved. And again, like if it's some, like there, there's an art to it as well. And I don't need to go over the, the specifics here, but the concept is enough. And so learn to listen on the internet. And the way we do that is by commenting and liking, specifically commenting in very meaningful ways on other people's posts 
And what you'll notice is if you do that, people start to comment back. And then there's a conversation and meaningful relationships can be formed, valuable ones, because it's just the same real life rules of social engagement apply in whether you're face-to-face or they're online. It just takes us a while to figure that out. That's it for today. Please love or subscribe this. If you haven't already, subscribe to it. Share. If this is something valuable, if you're like, holy crap, I never thought about that. Make the conversation on social media better by sharing this podcast so people can hear this and understand like, oh, that's really important. If I work and comment and listen like that, we'll have a, a better experience with social media and it won't be so negative. It'll be actually positive. So go ahead and subscribe, share, appreciate all you do. Hope that you're crushing it this week and just love and life. Be happy and we'll chat with you next time.